All right. So, you doing so Matt, I'm good. Good. We're uh, this is a mini show. Let's do, do a mini one. Today. Let's talk about one song, not a whole yeah. record. You know what I mean? No. Sometimes I just I just want to hear one song. Well, so, no. Well, sometimes I do. Sometimes it's all I can take. Sometimes it's all I need. It's sometimes true. There it's are records. <laughs> there are records out there that the whole record isn't really worth talking about. But no. maybe maybe there's a song. It's not. Um, it's not. Yeah. So uh, so. You've got a surprise for me. I have no idea what's coming. That's right. This is a, okay. In the morning time, when I'm making breakfast, trying to get everybody out to do to their school, I listen to um, WFMU Wake and Bake, and um, it's it's good. It's like it's like it's fun to listen to radio. You know, it's like somebody's telling you the weather and all this bullshit, and then also playing like Silver Rocket next to fucking I don't know some some old Bowie song. Like it's it's great. It's like oh wow yeah. And this song happened to come up in one of the days. And I was literally like, who is this? And then I started doing some more research. And I was hey, like, before we get there, great. can I ask you a quick question? Though? Yes. What's your name? Because my name is Matt. I'm Jason. And uh, we started a podcast to talk about music because that's what we do all the time. And uh, we like to listen to records and talk about them. And sometimes just single songs like we're going to do today. Jay, what's the name of the podcast? We listen to one song. We listen... We listen to records, sometimes just fractions of records. Right. Like one song. All right, what do you got for me? Let's hear this. Uh, well, I would like you to just listen to it, and if you think you know who it is, please tell me. This okay. is from 1981, by the way. Oh, all Are right. Are you ready? Play Hold it. On. I'm going to play it. I'm going to play the shit out of it. Ready? Yeah. Okay. Stop asking if I'm ready.
Any guesses, Matt? I have no clue. Really? Oh, that's I, great. I mean, that's great. It sounds like like a band. <laughs> what do you think? It sounds it like is? a cover <laughs> of you know somebody trying to be an '80s pop band that probably isn't. But I have no clue. Oh man, that's awesome. I'm gonna make you keep guessing, man, because it's just hilarious. Yeah, I. Oh, okay, this is yeah. first of all. Let is me it just Iggy tell you. Iggy Pop. I have no idea who. This who? Is. I just said Iggy Pop. I'm just trying to think of somebody <laughs> like who. Hold on, hold on, like hold on. How did you get there? <laughs> what I the know. fuck? <laughs> no. Who is it, man? What okay, are we listening it's, to? Okay, it's Prince. Oh, I'm not oh, a big. Okay. I'm not a big Prince. I don't. I'm not a big Prince guy. I don't know Prince. Yeah, but I, could, I don't know Prince from. All, I mean, I know like Purple Rain window. Yeah, right. right of course. Right. Everybody knows that stuff. That's why this song was like kind of because I literally had to Google the lyrics to find out who this sure. was. And I just immediately what what got me on this track was like there's like the the drum machine. There's like this like jangly guitar that's like just plugged directly into a board. No effects on it. And then he's doing those like falsetto like sort of backing vocals himself. There's just something so like to to me this reminded me of listening to that um that Strokes demo, right? It was like, man, everything is here. This is so put together in a really like naive elementary way that I love. That is like it's it really just like exposes the process of like, oh, I can hear exactly what he's trying to do here. And like and 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 the the lyrics are awesome about like you're, you didn't change the sheets and like it's just a good it's a really catchy pop song sure of co- which of course Prince would go on to like destroy and make right. incredible you know see I, part of the reason why but, this this just goes right over my head is I really even though I grew up in the 80s you yeah. know my like childhood you know pop music years were like the, the early 80s like you're uh I was my parents didn't let me listen to the radio and like we went to church and I went to church camp so all of my like musical stuff anything that kind of penetrated from pop culture was very rare and very like inconsistent so I just have huge gaps there's just stuff that I have no idea about from this era that people take for granted like oh, Madonna sure. and Michael Jackson and Prince yeah. I'm just like yeah I sort of knew about them yeah but it didn't I, I didn't really start paying attention to what was going on in music until later, and I just missed a lot of it. No, totally. I mean, this is 1981, so I'm six. Yeah, I'm fine. I've definitely never heard this. And and the other thing is, too, I have a feeling, and this is what I also want to talk about. When, when I found this, it's on... What is this from? The release is self-titled October 8th, 1980, Prince. Um, oh no, it's Dirty Mind. That's the record. I'm sorry, the sure. record's called Dirty Mind. Is it? I don't. Know. Anyway, I don't know. All I know is that like recently, his estate was like, "Oh, Sony, you want to sign a 30 album deal? Absolutely, no problem. How much? For how much? 50 million? Yeah, you got it. Absolutely, no problem. Which I just was like, oh come on, right? How long has he been? You know, and like. So now I mean, all this stuff is coming out of the woodwork, right? Like all of his all, demos, all his, his things, fucking yeah. racks and racks and reels and reels but, and reels. And I reels mean, and I just know the ladies in the church would have never let me listen to Prince, first and foremost, much less an album called uh, Dirty Mind. You know, that 
would have never made it into my world. No, it's true. Th- although this is the most innocent song. Sure. I mean, it's really like, I miss you, and I didn't appreciate you. You know, like, sure. whatever. That's like any pop song. And it's it is, just, it's a great pop song. I love really the is. keyboard part. Yes. I mean, it's really fun to listen to. It's, I mean, when you first, when I first heard it, I was like, if you hadn't told me it was 81, I right. might have thought it was like a band now trying to mimic that sound. Oh, sure. Um, but, you know, but it is, it's obviously of that era, and it's just such, you, you kind of forget how simple some of these things were. Well, it's, it's awesomely of that era where it's, it's so, uh, like, all the elements are just laid out. Like, yeah, this is what it is. This is a drum machine. This is a keyboard. This is one of those keyboards that you know. It's like that kind of organ-y kind of sound. And then the guitars are what they are. And then and you can hear when he even, like, peeks out in the vocals. Like, right. he was too close to the mic or whatever. Like, there's just something, like, so awesome about that. <laughs> like, to hear Prince just so, like, raw like that. And that's what sure. makes me go, well, now I have to go... And maybe look at some of his other stuff more seriously, or at least I mean, this I do, record I for do sure. Feel like there's lots of musicians out there whose later career really overshadows some of the cool moments of their early career. Oh yeah, you know, I mean, I feel like you know Elvis Presley is one of those where like some of those really early recordings they're so good and raw. Oh, totally. You know, or or Prince, or um, you know, uh, you know, just like I just think a lot of pop acts. Like, I mean, I was watching on YouTube the other day. Don't ask why, but I was watching like a live performance of Lady Gaga, like really early on, and I Whoa. was like, oh, like if she had taken a different fork in the road, like it, she would have had a very different career. But yeah, like sure. you could see that moment where she's like, I've got a pop side and I have this other side, right? And I'm right. trying to like make them fit together. Um, I mean, I think that somebody like like Connor Oberst and Bright Eyes, right, for example. Sure. They are such they're so foreign in a way because they are such kind of like the the stereotypical genius kind of like you know, they, they can arrange music and play music and create music in, in a way that's like what wow, this is like insane. Right? Yeah. And in that way I'm like I appreciate this and I really like it, but I can't relate to it in a way. In a certain mm-hmm. way, on some level, whereas that and and I can, and the same goes for Prince, right? Like some of that later stuff is just like, well, I, this is like aliens, you know. I don't know what this sure. is from. It's amazing, sure, I can appreciate it, but it's like, you know, Purple Rain, whatever. And I have no sort of point of entry with that. Whereas, like, I listen to this track and I go, this is just some fucking guy starting out in his like the best studio he could get. Yeah, and making those mistakes vocals. and like programming a drum machine in 1981 and I'm like yeah. I can relate to this I can I can totally understand this and I can completely love this like it's kind of a 50s song where he's like repeating sure. that like vocal in a like you know like a, I don't know like a Beach Boys kind of way or something right. but then it's also like kind of but the like part that made me think that this like, was a cover or a joke yeah, yeah. is the backup vocals yeah, right. Because right, they're right. they're kind of out of tune, yes. and they're like fat, yes. and they're just really weird. Yes. Um, now, I was thinking. Now, here's a band that we will never talk about on this podcast. Um, but I was thinking about this the other day, uh, Metallica. Yeah, and I I don't think we need to waste any time on them. Yeah. But I was thinking, like, there's a huge difference between their first album and then the next three that come afterwards. No, I bet. 
Like, the first album is just like, we're a metal band trying to get a foothold in metal. Yeah. And then the next three albums are all very literary. Like, there's so many references to books and novels and, um, you know, like there's Ernest Hemingway and Heinlein and H.P. Uh, Lovecraft and, you know, Dalton Trumbo all appear, like, on those records. Oh, wow. And it's it's I was just thinking about that as, like, you know, you get over the hump of making that first record and just finding your sound, and then you get to innovate within that sound. Right, right. You know, and I, I again, we probably will never do an episode about Metallica, but I do think that they innovated a lot on that the second, third, yeah. and fourth record. Yeah. They did a lot of cool stuff. Um, and I, in a lot of ways, that's what I'm hearing with Prince. Like, this is yeah, him getting right. his feet underneath yes. and being like, these are the kinds of sounds I want to work with. Yes, yes. And then once he's figured that out, He's just going to build on each one of these layers in, and make them exponentially more interesting. I think you, but can't, you can't do that until you build that foundation, right? And I think you can hear out of this track, like, oh yeah, okay, this guy, this guy has that thing that doesn't matter what he's using, doesn't matter how it's put on tape, right? It's like a, just a a instinct or something like I don't know I think I think I'm always kind of chasing that with like well instinct mountain meets, goats meets or Lou Barlow or patience like meets, the, you know like the shitty like that those recordings that are garbage I mean I think that's the other thing that I get out of the Norwegian some of the Norwegian black metal stuff is the the quality the sound quality of what they were doing is so bad <laughs> That it makes it interesting. <laughs> right. Well, or Times you New know Viking, I mean? which is, you know, somebody we're going to talk about. Sure, sure. But like, so I think in, and for, and I guess I equate that with sort of like um, a certain kind of sincerity or like it legitimizes it for me or something about it is like, it can still be good despite all of these flaws that makes it better for me. Sure. So that's well, what this track does. There's something about you know watching a director's first black and white 16 millimeter yeah. film, yeah, 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 and sort of seeing under the sloppiness and the messiness like the potential. You know, that's what four track demos. I know you love four track demos, and that's what's there. Is it, it, you're not listening to the song, you're listening to the potential in the song. Does that make I sense? I guess. I guess. I guess you're you listening. Know, I mean, to we, we talked about this when we listened to the Strokes, and right. you played. You know. Right. Like all of the pieces were there right. in those four track demos. And I think that's a consistent theme that I we so, talk about on the show. It's true. And I also think there's like a, and maybe this sort of relates to uh, Slint in a way, but that there is like an immediacy there of like, um, well, like like Bruce Springsteen's Nebraska, uh, you know, like notoriously was recorded on a four track because it was like these were sort of things he wanted to get down before he lost sure. them and like, and then decided. No, this is just how I'm going to release them. Sure, and uh, that's an album we should do. By the way. Maybe, maybe, and and so for that reason, I think that four track stuff sometimes can only exist like that, and and would be I mean, the only I, I, way that you can get that kind of like incredible moment. Sure, couldn't have I mean, happened. I, the in only the, the only sort of caveat I would throw into this discussion here is I'm sure there's tons of four track stuff out there that was not made by brilliant people, not made by people who went on to have amazing careers. Welcome to the utterly internet. forgettable. Yeah, welcome to the I mean SoundCloud. that's, you know, welcome to so, like So I mean what makes this Hold on. You know, though. What, welcome to I mean that's like that's like any tool. It's like yes. Sure. You you you, you make the tool easily accessible and there's going to be lots of garbage. That doesn't yeah. mean I ever want to go back to the days right. before it. But what all I'm saying about this particular track that we're listening to is its specialness 
its like value as like a piece of like archival material yes. is the fact that this is Prince, who will become Prince, who will become well, the symbol, who will become Purple Rain, who will become one of the greatest pop stars of I mean, all time, right? You, so you get to you get to mine their origins and like read their diaries when they're teenagers. Like, yeah, of course, it, it's more meaningful because he becomes who he becomes. Of course, of course, but I would say. Look like that Donnie and Joe Emerson record that we covered, which is fucking great, right? I think you could put this up against any anything off of that record, and it's in the same. It's sure. in the same. It's on the same planet. It's maybe even in the same like town. You know what I mean? Which is crazy. Sure. And yeah, one went on to become Prince, and those guys never did anything again. Speaking of, but Prince, the point hey, is, uh, I know, I know that your estate is crazy, <laughs> um, and uh, this is the time for the disclaimer. Because uh, yes. we don't own the rights to this song, we're just playing it because we love it. And um, you know, if you want us to remove this from the internet, all you got to do is ask. We don't need to involve the lawyers. Uh, so just contact us, Jay. How do people get in touch with us? At we listen the number two, number one on Twitter or records at HarveyLovesHarvey.com or we listen to records on Instagram. And we're also on Facebook if you you know happen to go there anymore, which you probably shouldn't because they're stealing your data and selling it to corporations so that they can exploit you. Don't do that. Um, all right, Jay, this has been a mini-sode yep. uh, with Prince. What's the name of this track, by the way? I don't think we ever said the name of the track. When you were mine. Uh, <laughs> why don't you play us out, man? Okay, okay. All right, this is We Listen to Records. You were mine